joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, it's me, Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous and the wellness architect. And I am created this audio for you if you think you are a person that just can't meditate. So, you know that meditation and a mindful approach to life are really good for your brain, your body, and your soul, right? Yet the harder you try to quiet those noises and stress-laden thoughts in your head, the louder they seem to get when you sit down and try to meditate. Or maybe the notion of actually meditating seems so impossible, you don't even try. You're stressed, your mind is a traffic jam of urgent tasks and demands competing for your attention. Does this sound familiar to you? And as I said, sure, meditation could be just what you need right now. But who in the heck has time to meditate when you have so much to do? You have the husband to take care of, the job responsibilities to take care of, the children to take care of. You might even have parents to take care of, animals to take care of, kids to run here, kids to run there. So much stuff to do. Meditation just seems like another thing to pile on top of the list that is something that you have to do. And why pile one more thing on the list when you already have so much to do. However, whether you have a lot to do or you not, or you struggle with finding time that you might want to use to meditate, this audio is exactly for you. And I'm going to show you how you can easily fit some form of meditation into your day without breaking your back. Okay, now a growing body of literature suggests that we as Americans or as people cannot afford not to meditate for our health and our sanity. We are bombarded by stressful things 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We cannot get away from things. So we are operating in a very, very stressed mode all the time. And what's so scary is, that most of us don't even realize that we're operating in this stress mode because it's become so natural, such a way of life for us. CEOs, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, physicians, parents, grandparents, children, these are all stressed out folks from all different walks of life. And these are the same exact people that are now discovering the keys to productivity, efficiency, and stress relief. And they're actually becoming more aware of how their mind works and how much better your mind works when you incorporate a little meditation into your daily living. Research shows that meditation can help restructure the brain in ways that lead to better connections, better concentration, boosted immunity, and greater compassion. So no more excuses for why you can't get started 
or if you're already coming to your meditation cushion regularly, why you can't seem to take it to the next level. You see, for many of us, the noise and attention inside our minds, in addition to a packed schedule, feel like unsurmountable obstacles to meditation. Again, just adding another thing on top of what we have to do. But experts say that tuning into your busy thoughts is actually a perfect place to start. You see, the struggle is to focus the integral to the training process of learning how to regulate your emotions and find a final sense of detachment, which can help you actually focus on the present moment and keep you there as well as developing other coping mechanisms. And this, my friends, is what mindful meditation is about. It's all about cultivating that awareness first that leads you to be able to make the changes. You see, if you've already dabbled in meditation, you know awareness is just the beginning, and you also know that the subconscious mind has many layers, and those layers penetrate deeply. And some of these layers are discovered when we actually take the time to meditate. And when we get into the aspects of deep meditation, then that's when an abundance of awareness comes forth within us. Now, the longer you spend in meditation sessions, the more insight you gain, and, of course, the more wisdom you gain. And I personally have experienced that, and I can't tell you how much of a difference it's made in my life. There are dozens of techniques for finding contentment and tranquility that exist around us today. There's a bunch of things that you can do, but one of the simplest forms that you can do uh, to bring um, tranquility and contentment to you right now is to focus on the present moment, which is a part of mindful meditation. And what is really appealing about this is because it can tap through it can be it is something that you can use throughout the day especially when you're in a stressful situation you see mindful meditation is a form of meditation that emphasizes using the breath to stay in the present moment and unlike some other forms of meditation non-judgmentally recognizing your thoughts feelings and sensations as they occur so you're not judging them you're being in a non-judgmental format as these thoughts, feelings, and sensations occur, and you're tapping into that awareness, and you're using your breath to stay present in the present moment. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Now, mindful meditation can be a very rich practice. Um, it's simple, or you can make it complex. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's really up to the individual. You can make it as simple as you want, or as complex as you want. Um, it can help you to be tactful in your work environment and be more productive at work. It can bring you more present in your relationships. And, my friends, it can move you closer to enlightenment. Now, some of the benefits of not only this mindful meditation, but meditation in general on your brain and on your body is um, what I'm going to just share with you right now because I really want you to understand how deeply, profoundly beneficial meditation is. And because I'm talking about mindful meditation mainly on this audio, I will be talking about others um, 
other forms of meditation that you might be interested in as well. But just giving you a little guideline about about what they are and a little bit about the discipline of their practice, okay? Now, with regards to the benefits of meditation on your brain and your body, there's a ton of scientific studies that suggest that mindful meditation offers some very powerful holistic health benefits. And one of the things that um, it offers is it allows you to stay focused because, remember, you're focusing on the present moment. Learning to sustain your attention through mindfulness seems to improve your overall ability to focus and maintain your attention during everyday tasks. Now, there's a study that was conducted regarding this, but basically I won't give you the whole details of the study, but just to enlighten you a little bit, some of the people in the study received up to three hours of mindful meditation training and were asked to meditate for 10 minutes each day for up to 16 weeks. Again, it doesn't have to be a long process. You just have to do it. And during that task, it really involved uh, in regards to paying attention to detail. Those who meditated over the 16-week period showed more control over their executive functions involving attention and non, um, non-chaotic situations. They were able to focus on the present moment. And they were able to do this much better than those that did not meditate. So one of the benefits to meditation is uh, helping your brain to stay focused. Also, it helps to reduce stress. Now, meditation not only reduces stress and anxiety, but can it be really helpful after a very stressful episode. And when you get in the habit of practicing meditation, whether it's mindful meditation or some of the other forms of meditation, you will see that you're able to decrease your stress tremendously when you get into that that meditative state. Also, it helps to not only reduce stress, but helps to lower the brain's arousal response to highly unpleasant images and uh, highly unpleasant stimuli that may be occurring around you because you're able to to stay in this focused, present, uh, peaceful state. And it also suggests that mindful meditation in particular changes how stress-related emotional centers in the brain are activated. Not only do these areas of the brain get less active when they're provoked because you're constantly using the mindful meditation or some form of meditation, but the reaction may be easier to regulate because it won't be as strong and as uh, powerful on you, okay? Next, managing anxiety and depression. Mindful meditation and meditation in general is wonderful for managing anxiety and depression. It works great in treating people with um, depressive symptoms. Over the course of a period of learning to meditate and incorporating it into your life if you suffer from anxiety, I know that you will begin to experience significantly less anxiety when you begin to practice regularly 
meditation, some form of meditation. And what else uh, is beneficial with regards to practicing meditation or mindful meditation is it not only reduces anxiety by improving your mood, but it also enhances cognitive cognitive control mechanisms within the brain that allow you to release some of those feel-good uh, chemicals in the brain to help upliven and uplift you. Meditation also eases pain. It is great to use when a person is experiencing an episode of pain. What will happen is as the person begins to meditate during their painful episode or during a painful experience, the cognitive control and emotional center uh, that's responsible for regulating pain in the brain will be less agitated and more relaxed. And there's been research studies that indicate that these specific regions in the brain um, that are that are involved in how a person experiences pain, when they are in a painful state and the person is meditating, you can actually see the brain changes um, on the, the scan that they do when they conduct these studies for people that are meditating during their painful episodes or, or painful chronic bouts, okay? Meditation also boosts the gray matter. By spurring the growth of the gray matter in various regions of the brain, meditation may improve learning, memory, and emotional regulation, and we've talked about some of that already. Uh, there are brain scans that were conducted on participants who had little or no previous experiences with meditation, and at the end of the study, these individuals' brains were scanned, and it showed that some of these individuals who took the meditation course seriously and actually incorporated as a way of living into their life had significant increases in their gray matter. So go ahead, start meditating to increase that gray matter, increase your cognitive function, cognitive abilities, learning, improve your learning, improve your me memory, and uh, regulate your emotional centers. Now, here's two that really uh, go really good in, in hand with uh, what happens with regards to the body. Meditation may boost your immune function, which can help you to avoid the colds that come around and the flu that circulate during cold and flu season. What happens is um, because meditation, you you know, you, you tap into your breathing, particularly in all forms of meditation, but mindful meditation where you're, you're breathing into the present moment, uh, this exercise has allowed um, occurrences of acute respiratory infections, including colds and seasonal flus, to be decreased in certain individuals. Also, um, it showed that by, by doing some form of meditation, you build up those immune fighters within your immune system that help to fight off illnesses. And, the re and another reason why those uh, immune fighters within your immune systems build themselves up is because the meditation is helping to reduce the stress in the body. And when stress is reduced, your immune function can operate at a much better, much more optimal level and can respond appropriately when it needs to, to make sure that you don't get colds and flus. Last thing I want to mention to you, and we hear a lot about this on the news and, and within the medical community, 
itself is Alzheimer's. And studies have been conducted that say that mindfulness or mindful meditation might slow the brain's degeneration that leads to Alzheimer's. Um, There were some adults that had mild cognitive impairment, a transitional stage between normal aging and related memory loss and full-blown dementia, and participants who were in this particular study practiced mindful meditation on a daily basis over a period of time showed less atrophy or shrinking in the um, hippocampus of the a region of the brain that is altered when a person has uh, neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and dementia. This also, uh, the study also showed that the area of the brain called the default default mode network, uh, which is involved in activities like daydreaming and thinking about the past and thinking about the future, shows greater neural connectivity in people who meditate than those that don't. So there you have some of the benefits of meditating. It helps you to stay focused. It reduces your stress. It helps you to manage anxiety and depression. It helps to ease pain. It boosts gray matter uh, within your brain. It allows your immune system to operate at a more optionally functionable uh, way so that you avoid colds and flus. And it also helps with uh, helping to fight dementia and uh, Alzheimer's. Now, you got some information. Now, here is the simple things that I want you to understand is, in the beginning of this audio, we talked about all the possible excuses that you may have for not having time to meditate. And then you heard me talk about meditating for as little as 10 minutes a day can give you all those benefits that I described. As long as you do it 10 minutes a day and you be, it becomes a way of your life, like brushing your teeth, washing your face, taking a shower, things of that nature, you will see the benefits in your brain, your body, and your soul will thank you tremendously. So for those of you that still have excuses, I'm here to say no more excuses, okay? Here's the one that I hear a lot. I don't have time, and I don't know how. Even short stints of meditation can be transformative. Even if you just take five minutes a day, you will notice that stress will be reduced. You will have increased focus. You will feel a little bit more energized. You might even begin to experience better memory and concentration. Your immune system is going to kick up a notch, and you probably will will experience less colds and flus. Okay? Um, So... Just take five minutes a day. Start with five minutes a day. There's no way that you don't have five minutes a day to dedicate to yourself to improve your cognitive function, reduce your stress, boost your immunity, improve your energy, clarity, focus, memory, concentration, all of that. Now, for those of you that say, I don't know how to do it, here's something you can do. Start by, first of all, carving out some time each day. Put it in your... Put it in your smartphone calendar like you do everything else. Sit comfortably in a quiet space on the floor, on a chair, on some cushions with your spine erect but not strained or overarched. Or you may even lie down if you want to. I caution lying down because it's much easier to fall asleep during a meditative session if you lie down. But if that feels more comfortable to you, go ahead and lie down. Close your eyes and take in a few deep breaths. 
Feeling the air as it enters your nose, fills your chest, expands your abdominal region, and then release the air. Then let your attention rest on your natural rhythm of breathing. If your mind wanders, don't worry about it. Notice whatever captures your attention and then let it go. Kind of like as waves come into the shore and go back out, that's how I want you to think of those thoughts that come into your mind. Let them go back out like those waves. And once you do that, if you feel that you're getting a little bit distracted, just focus yourself back on your breath, taking in some nice, slow, deep breaths into your nose, filling up your chest and abdominal areas, and releasing them. When you turn back to focusing to your breath, it lets those thoughts go back out to shore, back out into the ocean, so to speak. If you practice like this for a dedicated period each day, even if it's only five minutes, you will eventually be able to call on your words of wisdom within that wonderful cognitively functioning brain that has a boosted immune system, energy, creativity, memory, and focus to handle any situation that may come your way. Now, here's another excuse. I'm afraid to be alone with my thoughts. You know, meditation is a wonderful way to free you from the very thoughts that you try to avoid. It's a wonderful way. You see, unhealthy thoughts can chain us to the past, and um, we might find it difficult to move forward. However, change our destructive thoughts in the present in a very present mindful meditation session can be super beneficial to you in letting those thoughts go away always. You know, you can also discover how sometimes that these thoughts become very obsessive and you try to cover them up with grief, insecurity, and loneliness. However, when you practice meditation on a daily basis and just allow those thoughts to come in and roll out like the waves of the ocean hitting the shore and rolling back out, you will be able to tolerate these underlying energies from these thoughts much more easier because you're allowing them to flow in and you're allowing them to flow out without holding on to them. Fear that you feel because you might be alone with these thoughts can be transformed into presence and excitement. And confusion can open up into interest. You know, you might you might be confused as to why you have these thoughts, and then it might turn to you being interesting, or you just might just let them go all the way. However, don't worry about being afraid with your thoughts because remember that any time you get too focused on any one thought, you can always turn your attention back to your breath to center you and focus you. What if I'm not doing it right is another thing. There's no right way to do meditation. Basically, sitting in a comfortable position with your eyes closed and focusing on your breath for a period of time, and you can choose to set your smartphone timer for that period of time that you have already scheduled in your calendar in your smartphone or your smart device, um, and just allowing yourself to breathe in and out, let your thoughts come in and out, and don't focus on anything. It doesn't matter. Meditation is how you do it, and how you do it is the right way for you. My mind is too scattered, and I won't get anything out of it. You know, those are preconceived notions. How would you know if you never sit down and try it? 
Let go of those preconceived notions and expectations. Expectations lead to emotions that act as a block and distraction. So let those go. Don't expect to experience bliss. Don't expect to even feel better. Just say, I'm going to meditate for the next 15, how about this, the next 21 days for five minutes a day. And during the meditations, whatever comes up, whether it's feelings of annoyance, boring, boredom, happiness, bliss, sadness, joy, irritability, whatever it is, you're just going to let them come and you're going to let them go, but you're going to stay focused on the present moment because, again, if you ever get distracted, you can always turn your focus back onto your breath, and that will lead you back to being centered and detached from your thoughts that as they come in. And that way you won't become emotional and you will not be judging yourself whether you're having a positive or a negative experience. You will just stay neutral. And really the ideal is to stay neutral and objective during your meditative session, okay? It's just a session to just be at one with your mind, body, and spirit. And here's a good one. I don't have enough discipline to stick with it. Well, if you can't take five minutes out of your day to dedicate to you and the betterment of your mind, body, and soul, then I think you really need to rethink what is important in your life because you should be the number one important thing in your life before everyone else because you can't possibly be the best that you want to be for those in you love and care about if you don't take care of yourself. And taking five minutes out of your day to take care of yourself is a tremendous benefit not only to you, but to those that you love and care about. So having enough discipline to stick with five minutes a day, I say you have it. Make make meditation a part of your routine, like showering or brushing your teeth, just like I said, or even eating or drinking water or, or drinking a liquid beverage. Make meditation a part of your daily routine. Once you carve out time for meditation, you will still have a little bit of, uh, you know, judgment around it. But get past that and don't make your expectations about meditation even come into the forefront. Have no expectations. Just know that you're taking some time out to really, really uh, practice something that's really good for you. And hone in on this discipline. Don't quit. Again, I'm going to step you up and say take a 21-day challenge to meditate for five minutes a day. That's all. Start off with five minutes a day for 21 days and then see how you feel at the end of those 21 days. Okay, the first few days might be a little bit more difficult to meditate, but remember, put it in your smart calendar as a an appointment with yourself. Set your timer when you begin to meditate for those five minutes, and don't expect anything out of it. Just go in there with a clear, open mind, and I guarantee that at the end of your 21-day challenge with this meditation process, you will be hooked, it will be already a part of your routine, and it will be something that you've easily incorporated into your daily life that is extremely beneficial to your mind, body, and soul. So there you have it. Some wonderful ways to curtail those excuses with regards to I do not have time 
to meditate. I don't know how to do it, and I don't, and I don't even know what the benefits are to me. Now, I promise before I go that I would share with you, because I talked a little bit more about mindful meditation, I'm going to share with you some of the other uh, terms or other meditative practices that you might hear, whatever you choose, just like all the yoga that's out there, whatever you choose, know that it's the right one for you and you can always learn how to do others if you choose to do so. Now, if you're ready for enlightenment, I want you to try the the Vipassana method of meditation. Again, let me say that again. It's the Vipassana method of meditation. And basically, this is a Sanskrit word that means insight. It refers to a variety of meditation techniques that help you access a deeper level of consciousness, see reality, and experience impermanence. Okay? And this is comes from the uh, classical Buddhist tradition. You first focus on breath awareness, and then insight may come naturally once you've calmed the mind, or you can add advanced techniques that involve um, using props and things of that nature. But that meditation, meditation when you're ready for enlightenment, is the Vipassana meditation. Now, if you want to practice meditation at your desk, you can die, you can try the Dochen. And this is a form of tantric meditation that asks you to be aware of everything, meaning it is objectless and non-dual. You practice with your eyes open and avoid labeling thoughts, feelings, or sensations. So something that you can, again, take five minutes to do. If you need to find forgiveness, try a loving-kindness meditation. This is real popular in the West, and there are a lot of ways um, that you can do a loving-kindness meditation. But particularly for those that are new to meditation, I'd say get a guided meditation that focuses on loving-kindness. And within a loving-kindness meditation, you might hear Tibetan uh, sounds. You may be repeating mantras to be related to freedom from fear and suffering, shifting your attention to different people in your life and yourself. Uh, But it's a wonderful meditation if you're looking to find or you need forgiveness. If you want an out-of-body experience, this is what I used to, was really popular in the 1970s, is the transcendental Meditation, and this is a form of Hindu meditation or Vendata meditation. The goal is to transcend or rise above all that is impermanent. And while in the seated meditative pose, you focus on a mantra and actually change the breath in order to alter your state of mind. So if you want an out-of-body experience, you want to try transcendental meditation. If you're looking for more energy, you want to try a kundalini meditation. And kundalini is a yoga practice, but it's also a philosophy in the name of energy in tantric yoga practices and in Hindu spiritual practices. Now, this energy arises through the chakras from the base of your spine to the crown of your head and onward up. And in kundalini meditation, you're using your breath to move energy upward in an effort to change your state of mind while also waiting for that moment when the energy is reduced to a simple, pure, similar form to when you sleep, have an orgasm, or die. Okay, so if you want more energy, you want to try a kundalini meditation. And if you're still having trouble sitting, try try 
Qigong. Qigong is similar to Kundalini, except for Qigong is a Taoist method of meditation that uses the breath to circulate energy through the body and eventually alter consciousness. And if you need rules and guidelines and you want to try Zazen, a very exciting Zen practice with prescriptions for how to maintain the eyes, hands, and posture. And Zazen is a non-dual practice. That means you simply sit as the Buddha did thousands of years ago. You just sit. And you sit without a focus on an object until your innate ability to see reality emerges. So basically, you just sit and you follow the rules and guidelines of the Zazen process. And there you have it, my friends, a wonderful way to explore the different forms of meditation uh, based on what you're looking for. But to begin, try mindful meditation, sitting in the present moment for five minutes for 21 days and see the miraculous journey that you will take to enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. And thank you for listening. I'm Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And you can get more information about me by going to www.rochellelawson.com. That's www.rochellelawson.com. Or checking out me and my business at the Health Healing Wellness Com. Again, that's at healthhealingwellness.com. Okay, looking forward to serving you in many ways to bring you optimal health and well-being so that you can live blissfully. Take good care, everyone, and bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N or at healthhealingwellness.com or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.